Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Get ready for Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the premier podcast in the world bringing you hidden truths about your mind's incredible powers. Get ready to free your mind. Ron Dalrymple, welcome back to Mind Shock. The show will take you to the outer limits of your mind and to the inner limits, the true final frontier. Our theme for this show is Evolution of the Supermind. I began working at NASA at 17 years old where we put people in space, which back then we called the final frontier. But at 19 years old while at NASA, I discovered that if you think of the mind as an energy field which transcends the physical brain, It answers many other questions that traditional science could not answer. And the true final frontier is inner space, the exploration of the true powers of mind. So our mission is to take you to the true outer limits of inner space. Think about that, the outer limits of inner space. And they're vast, so it's going to be a vast exploration. We'll go way beyond where we are, but we're doing what we can. So our motto for the show is supermind, superbody, and super spirit. Now, in today's chaotic world, there's a revolution sweeping the globe about who we are and what we are doing here. A mind revolution is changing everything. Whole new theories of mind that turn old science on its head. Old science is three-dimensional and limited to the physical senses. We're developing new models of science that consider N dimensions as N, the letter N, approaches infinity. Today we have two great guests, two fascinating shamanic leaders, Barrett Lopez and Linda Starwolf, who written an incredible book, called Shamanic Mysteries of Peru. Ladies, how are you? Great. Thank Great to have you here. It's really an honor. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed your book. Mm, thank you. And if, thank you. And in fact, what's interesting, more interesting, or I mean, also interesting, I should say, is that this call is coming in. I'm calling in from Cortez, Colorado, which, as you know, is right next to Mesa Verde, which mm-hmm. was a site for the Incas in the 1500s, 1600s, 1400s. And we're also next to the Canyons of the Ancients, also from the Incas. Mm-hmm. So I'm right in the middle of this, and I'm at 6,000 feet, so I'm adjusting to the altitude. I know you know what that's about, right? You mean the Cusco? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> well, we'll start off by talking about. I'm sorry? I love where you are. Uh, I have been on Mrs. Verdi, and it's definitely very connected to the uh, Incas, yes. Thank you for calling from there. It's beautiful connection. Yes, yes. There's very, very powerful energy here. And I took a walk a little while ago before the show. It's really cold today. It's windy up here, 6,000 feet. But the mountains are so beautiful. You know, of course, the Apus are there, so it's very inspiring. It really lifts you up. But let, let's, let's go back and start. Whoever wants to go first, please jump in and tell us how you started upon your journey it's a point where you are today. 
Please go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would well, you like to go first? Yeah. Sure, sure. Well, my accent is from Brazil, just so you know. And I started actually um, when I was 16 years old, and my father passed away. And then he started to appear to me, and I didn't know if I should be happy or scared. And so everything lined up to guide me to a spiritual center. At the time, I was very Catholic. I didn't understand much of anything as far as spirituality. And from there, I just uh, stayed because I started to get answers for my questions of why are we here, who I am, what happened after we, um, you know, the life of your life. And I studied that in that center for 14 years, and I then discovered that I have the mediumship gift, and so I started to connected with that and develop and then one day we was in a group with 50 of us studying with our um, psychotherapist that was the director of that center and we then um, just came into this let's go to Peru, let's go to Machu Picchu and that was 1989 when Machu Picchu was still pretty much a private experience and there we go, 50 Brazilians, all studying spirituality, entering that dimension. It was a powerful experience for all of us. And the spirit was extremely present and uh, showing us their, their presence and, and why they brought us there. Well, from all those that was in that group, I was the blessed one because the spirit went back home with me and um, guided me saying that now I was going to really start what was uh, my um, life mission that would be guiding the children of the sun back home. And then I gave up everything that I was doing in Brazil, and I started to lead the journey to Peru, to Machu Picchu. And so in Brazil, I studied spirituality and metaphysics, and then... From that time on, I dived deep into understanding the shamanic ways of the ancient civilizations. And, and I have been in this journey for 33 years. And in this journey, I was very blessed to meet Star Wolf, hair in red. And because we are in the same journey, our paths crossed. And then from there, so many good came out of So that's a short version of how it happened for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Vera. I, I yeah, love hearing, hearing again and again your story. And and would you like to hear my story as well? Yes, of course, please. Yes. So Vera and I, I think, probably had a big revelation around a similar time. Uh, and it's interesting because she spoke of her father's passing. And for me, I had a grandmother... Um, Mammy Jones in West, little town in western Kentucky where I grew up as an only child and spent most of my time in nature on the farm and in the garden and in the forest surrounding that area with my grandmother as an only child and um, my grandmother and grandfather but especially my grandmother and my grandmother I like to say was a um, Celtic Baptist um mystic and uh, nature lover and I was a very sensitive child but I think that 
people refer to now as an indigo child or a crystal child in the sense that I was very sensitive. School was very difficult for me. Um, where I thrived was in nature with the animals on the farm, the chickens and the rabbits and the goats and everything that was around us. And my grandmother really, um, being the mystic she was, and I think she had probably been very sensitive as a child. She was the youngest in her family of about uh, five children, and her parents were a lot older when they had her. But anyway, um, she took me under her wing like a, you know, really like a mother hen, and my young parents both worked. And so I spent my days in nature and very close to my grandmother who taught me about the spirits in nature and taught me about the stars at night that we saw move in the sky. And she spoke to me about those who watched over us. At the same time, she called in the energy of Christ, and she also called in Mother Earth. There was no separation for her um, with all the world, but there was no one else around me, uh, no one that talked like that. And, and, that, and while it was natural to me, it was very uh, unnatural for everybody else around me, so it was kind of like I had to stay quiet about it or if I spoke about it. Um, people thought I was of the devil in the town that I grew up in, and that they actually said that to me as I was a teenager. And so as an adult, um, coming of age in the 60s, I experimented with psychedelics <clears throat> like a lot of people did. Uh, I also de developed a, a chemical habit of substances, and in my 20s, uh, by the time I was in my 20s, I was fully uh, on the other side of all of it because I almost died. And I had an awakening and around my Saturn, first Saturn return when I was 29. And that awakening simultaneously took me into three things. It took me into recovery from addiction, which I then became an addiction specialist. It took me into, um, synchronistically, I don't have time to go into it here, but where I met another grandmother, because my grandmother passed when I was 12. Um, and that's when I went down the road of addiction. But it took me to another grandmother, uh, Grandmother Twyla Nitz of the Seneca Nation, who was the same age that my grandmother would have been had she lived. And um, Grandmother Twyla uh, didn't pass until she was 94 years of age. So I had Grandmother Twyla and shamanism, and I also simultaneously found um, many different forms of breathing techniques. We called it breath work. So from there... Um, that became my passion to work with people who had, um, who was walking between the worlds with like schizophrenia or other mental illnesses, with people who had addictions, uh, all those who I felt that were very sensitive and that I could have wound up in that same situation. And I, I also felt that it was the shamanic world, uh, that began to call me. So from that, I developed my own form of breathwork called shamanic breathwork, which includes psychology, spirituality, and shamanism, and breathwork. Mm -hmm. And the rest is Absolutely. her story, as they say. <laughs> yeah, that's her story. That's right. Well, it's very fascinating. You both talked about and mentioned also in the book the idea of synchronicity and interconnectedness which also ties into the concept, of course, of Ani, or reciprocity, and also the different levels of consciousness you describe in the book. Could you please jump in on, on that concept? Everything's connected in very profound ways with intention. Please tell our audience about that. 
Do you want to close it? Um, sure. You know, I, I'm glad that you brought this up because, I mean, it's not that it's just uh, the thought of synchronicity um, is ever very far from my psyche or my consciousness. But just last night, I was really meditating on it and contemplating on it about how nothing in my life is an accident. Now, I don't know if anything is ever an accident for anyone, so, but I can't speak for other people. But I can say that I can look back over my life now, and I literally can connect the dots. When I was a little kid, I used to love to do that, where you would have a coloring book, and there'd be certain pages where there were these different dots, and you had to connect them, and then when you got finished connecting them all, they, there would be a picture, and there would be a complete menu. And sometimes you wouldn't know what it was. There might be a clue at the bottom of the page, like has two long ears or something like that, and then you finish drawing it, it would be a rabbit or something. But this is exactly what my life has been. I know I speak for Vera with this, too, even how Vera and I met and then how we took people to Peru together and our journey together uh, has been a complete and powerful synchronicity and things we're doing together now, the next venture that we're on to. So everything in my life has been connected. And so, Darren, I was just speaking yesterday. We've done a lot of interviews recently. We were just speaking yesterday about quantum fields and about um, our doubles, and Vera can speak more about this, but I, I like to call it the imaginal self, and that the imaginal self is also the imaginal cells, and that exists already in not just one realm, but multidimensional. We hear all the talk about multidimensionality now, which really is shamanism, walking between the worlds, and that we, you know, part of what I've really come to understand is that the past and the present and the future all just loop back in on each other like the infinity symbol. So that any point with my consciousness, I can go, oh, deja vu, or oh, my intuition is telling me to go this direction or to avoid this person or this thing. And I truly believe that because all consciousness is all happening simultaneously and that when I'm tuned into those quantum fields and those frequency fields, the synchronicities will happen and whisper to me or sometimes, uh, you know, jump up and down and say, go this direction or make this phone call or, you know, connect this dot. And then it's going like, oh, my God, what an amazing synchronicity. And really what it is, it's just my... I call it my inner shaman or my soul or my inner GPS that's saying this is the better choice or the better direction for where your soul truly wants to go. So that's what, you know, the divine synchronicities mean to me. And there's so numerous in my life. I could write volumes from, you know, childhood to now about the synchronicities that have, that have led me to where I am. But the biggest point about it, Ron, is needing to pay attention. And they say that the Sufis say there's only three things that we must do in life to be on track and to listen to our soul. And that's pay attention, pay attention, <laughs> pay attention. Vera, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, what about you? And, you know, I do echo you, Starwolf, because what I have learned in my life is that 
synchronicity is. It's always there. It's always present. And it takes one uh, event guiding us to the next, to guide us to the next. And so we are flowing through these movements and, and events in our life that is all connected. And how at the same time, uh, if we do not pay attention, we uh, just go through it without receiving actually the wisdom that each one uh, provides to us. So the synchronicity to me is always present. If I pay attention, I then I'm aware. My conscience takes me to the lessons that it provides, and then I become aware of what is that I will apply into the next synchronistic event. And if I don't, I just keep moving through it without an awareness, and I am missing the mark. So um, and when we don't miss the mark and we do pay attention, what I notice is the tremendous amount of joy and the inner wisdom that we gain from one event to the next. So for us to be living a much more fulfilling life is to pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. And, 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 and then with that, uh, take us into that what happens if we are going through a difficult time is this out of synchronicity. Most definitely because those times are a little bit more rough, it gives us a specific lesson that we do need the wisdom to then bring into action in the next movement. So um, love the synchronicity that has brought me to where I am right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about I you, Yeah, no, I think it's great. That, no, I find that when you put out certain intentions, especially about energy and focus and whatnot, that as you both mentioned this and in the book, they're going to rebound back to us. Like Ani, of course, talks about that. Every thought, emotion, behavior, we talk about that also in Quantum Field Psychology, a book about that, and also our film in this question. Every thought, emotion, behavior will rebound back to you, often in multiple ways. But if you're not paying attention, you're not going to catch it. And all kinds of clues and images and symbols play a role as well. If you pay attention, often pick up on those, and they contain an energy dynamic to deliver something to us of consciousness which will help us and help us help others. So throughout the day, you know, you pass somebody. If you don't say hi to them, you might just miss an opportunity to make one of those connections. You might say hi, and it's exactly the person you're looking for to help achieve, say, something else in life or to help somebody else. It's always amazing when you pay attention and try to stay in that state of consciousness where you are aware, you're thinking those higher thoughts and feeling those higher emotions all the time as much as you can, then those things come back to you very powerfully and help you recreate what you're doing constantly in evolving ways. How do you feel about that? Well, I think that, you know, as, as you were speaking about it, I thought it's really about love. Yes. And it's really about loving who you are, loving where you are, loving what you're experiencing, loving what you're doing, and slowing down. Vera uh, and I buzz our whirlwinds. <laughs> we, you know, uh, it's difficult for us to slow down. We're excited women. Uh, I once heard that the true definition for shamanism was excited energy, that that was what it was roughly translated with, excited energy. And I thought, we're two very exciting uh, women energetically, and so it's hard sometimes when you're that excited and that fiery or that passionate to slow down. And I'm grateful 
for my passion, and I'm grateful for Vera's passion. You know, we get stuff done, um, and we move things and move energy. And at the same time, I've become increasingly aware, especially this past year, that perhaps the, the world has, you know, hit the, um, like when you're doing a video game or a, or even on just when your screen's going fuzzy or something, a reset button uh, to slow down. And we both live in nature. She lives, you know, has lived in Sedona for years and lives right out in Sedona. And I live, you know, in the mountains of western North Carolina in the supposedly the oldest mountain, one of the oldest mountain ranges in the world. And, you know, here you are in, um, you know, um, Mesa Verde. It's like when we slow down, and stop for a moment and pay attention. And that paying attention means giving your energy, giving your love, uh, and notice the trees, notice the sky, notice the mountains, notice the desert, notice the creatures around you from the little tiny fire ant to the mighty eagle, uh, or to the serpent, or to the, you know, the, the rabbit in the bush, whatever it might be. There seems to be some sort of conspiracy of love that's there to teach us that the creatures, that nature itself, the environment that we're in, and the sky that day, whether it's overcast or whether it's sunny or whatever it might be, you know, the condition of the trees, the water around us, that everything in nature at that moment, those elemental energies, which is the heart and soul of shamanism, of water and fire and earth and air and the super spirit. You talked about super stuff. The super spirit, which means supernatural, that animates all these elements, is speaking to us with such love because they're our great, great grandparents. We're the children of nature and we're supernatural. And, you know, so it's a high, you know, it's like the mother and the father. The, we're the physical beings, but we're also supernatural beings. We're elemental and supernatural. And there's a lot of love when we can just stop and be held by this energy. Right, exactly. It's nature's always speaking to us, and that super spirit, that super consciousness is always giving us information speaking to us if we'll pay attention to us. Folks, you're here today, two fascinating ladies, Vera Lopez and Linda Sarwolf, who created a great book called Shemak Mysteries of Peru. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Back in a couple minutes. Uh, hear from our sponsors and please stay with us, folks. We'll be right back with a lot more fascinating information. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. ASMC, the premier German company that supplies everything for adventure, from outdoor clothes to outdoor gear, even backpacks. Lots of quality and lots of specials. To start your adventure, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ASMC. 
Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery, a powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Remember, Positive Impacts, www.healthylife.net. Welcome back. Dr. Ryan Dalrymple on Mind Shot. Here today with Vera Lopez and Linda Star Wolf. A fascinating book, Shamanic Mysteries of Peru. I wanted to ask you ladies about the, the concepts of the levels of consciousness talked about in this, this way of thinking, this Andean code and so forth. It's really, really brilliant and interesting. Please tell us about the different levels of consciousness and the different animals that represent them. Who'd like to jump in first? Well, yes. Uh, I'll be happy to um, answer you a uh, you know, in, in the shamanism, we speak about the three dimensions uh, that, and the animals are like the guardians of this portal. And the first dimension would be the ukupacha. The ukupacha is a Quechua that means the underground or the inner world, and that is, can be our heart, our self, our soul, or the heart, the center of the earth. So Ukupacha is the place where we go within to then bring the wisdom, the guidance from there. And the teacher, the, 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 the animal, the guidance, the totem is the snake. And you know in many traditions, the snake does represent wisdom, the inner wisdom, and the inner awakening of the, those consciousness. And, uh, and she is also... Um, the teacher that brings us the easy way to move from one synchronistic event to the next. So the snake, the mother snake, is very important in, in keeping uh, that deep connection and understanding what is her medicine. Also the medicine of mother snake and this inner dimension is to be present in each step where we are focused and let go of the present and the future, even though both are, um, you know, let go of the future and the past, I mean, because everything is only in the present, and even though we do know that in the quantum field, there are 
these decisions that we projected and come uh, forward us is still she invites us to be focused in that moment, look into what you are doing right now. That's one of the wisdom of that consciousness. And then we move up, uh, and not necessarily up because it's better, but we move into the consciousness of the kaipacha, that is the, the dimension that is all around us. And kaipacha is the puma. The puma is the teacher that is always there reminding us to walk with build upon earth, to be, uh, to know when it stays still, or when to act, to know when um, take in the medicine of that event, or when move past that, and always with grace and gratitude. The, the Puma is the teacher for that conscious level. And then we go to the next one that is the above us, the Hanampacha, that is like the heaven or the universe. And the bird that flies the highest is the condor, and here in, in North America it's the eagle. And so the condor represents the ability that we have to go high into those um, portals of illumination, cosmic wisdom, divine realms to download into this realm a much bigger view of the situations in our lives. So when we want to focus and see things from a perspective that is important to know what's in the present, is the snake that's talking to us. When we want to see a 360-degree a broader view and go around the situation, is the puma. But when we go above and to see from the eyes of the ego, the eyes of the condor, then we evoke that level of consciousness. I hope that helps you to visualize how this uh, uh, in this cosmology operates. Okay, right. So, so as the metaphors are there with the different animals in terms of how they think the level of consciousness, which are also various courses or pathways for us to embody, kind of move through, and to integrate and resolve, as we move higher and higher, we move from the initial serpent level to puma, then hummingbird, then the condor, which represents the divine level, the divine level of consciousness, where if we can maintain a certain state of mind and emotion, in fact, you mentioned in the book we can get constant downloads of information. We talk about that also in quantum psychology. It's a really fascinating concept. We can download those divine insights and energies and ideas and codes and so forth really help us help heal the planet, lift everybody up. So how do you see that? Well, there's something that I've paid attention to for a long time ago that my teachers taught me decades ago, and that is as above, so below. As within, so without. And so, you know, what that says to me is that, you know, I can um, do what I'm supposed to be doing, which is being fully human. I came here to have this experience, you know, that I exist in many different dimensions. So there's nothing simple or wrong about being a human and learning lessons in life, making mistakes, making amends, having shadow. It's all part of the dance of consciousness. However, as I'm going along on my journey um, and I realize that I'm off course or I realize that I'm confused or that I'm stuck or maybe even caught in an addiction or um, that there's something happening that feels to me that I'm out of, out of sorts, out of sync, 
that I'm lost, you know, in some way. There's a disturbance in the field. That's, again, the time to really pay closer attention and to open myself to all of that I am, not just the, you know, the worker bee. You know, I'm also the queen bee. You know, it's like we're all of it. And there's a, um, the opportunity, you know, for years and years and years, people talk about the higher mind. Shakti Gawain, who's no longer on the planet with us, but she introduced creative imagine, uh, visualization um, in the Bible and, and many sacred texts that speaks about as you are in your heart, that's what you'll be, that's what you'll manifest, there you will find me also, you know, whatever that higher spirit is. So if we really want to seek higher love and wisdom or greater love and wisdom, you know, it may be our destiny as human beings, you know, to have the experience of coming to the earth and forgetting who it is that we are and then starting the journey back home on the spiral path of death and rebirth, which means change. That's what that means is change. And to go through the seasons of our life to expand our consciousness, perhaps even greater than it was when we first came here. So it means a certain amount of forgetfulness has to happen so that we can have a new experience, you know, to see things with a child's eyes over and over again. You know, biblically it says you can't enter the kingdom of heaven unless you can become like a child. So there's a way in which we come to innocence and we learn something again and see it again with new eyes. And, you know, they say so that's the success of any relationship is to keep coming back to the relationship, whether you've been friends or lovers or married or whatever for 20 or 30 or 40 years, you know, my dad passed last year, and my mom and dad would have been celebrating their 70th anniversary, uh, you know, of um, being married, but 75 years of being together, you know, and I was talking to my mom on the phone last night about my dad, and she was talking about how much she loved him and appreciated who he was relationship. So, again, when we open to the higher dimensions, we can download all the, the, from the infinite mind and infinite heart of the universe, all the wisdom there is, is, is really ours when we open ourselves to it. That's right. Well, it's a, a transformation of consciousness as to who we are, our identity, you know, the I am identity within. We all are that higher conscious being, but we have been lost for a long time to find our way back home. Now, folks, we're here today with two fascinating authors, Vera Lopez and Linda Sarwolf, a great book, Shemak Mysteries of Peru. Here today is Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock, and I'm calling in from Cortez, Colorado, which I didn't plan this, but synchronistically it happened this way, that I'm here in a place where Yankos, of course, were very, very well known for Mesa Verde, the king of the ancients. So it really is amazing synchronicity, speaking of that. Folks, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Time for a word from our sponsor, so hang in there. We'll be right back. Here's a fun, stimulating program that can teach you how to develop your own powers of creation. It uses a three-part mind, stimulating approach to get you to develop your own creative thinking. It will help you create a powerful self-image and helps you see how you can take creative action. You'll develop your thinking power and your skills, and you can do this in eight days. Get Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, Eight Days to Creative Power, on Amazon.com. 
Overcome your problems with the step-by-step guide. So get 8 Days to Creative Power on Amazon.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything. And once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Again, Dr. Rondell Rempel on Mind Shock. Here today with Vera Lopez and Linda Star Wolf in a great book, Shamanic Mysteries of Peru. Welcome back, ladies. I want to ask you about the concept of carpes. I spoke to Chris Killam last week about the idea, and he did a book on called Lotus in the Bud, which is about how you obtain higher states of consciousness through yoga, which is all facilitated by other entities. But one concept is that he got a shakti put, he talked about from a yogi when he was very young, which is a transmission of energy or an energy code in his energy field, which helped him transform. And of course, carpes covered the same thing. So please tell us about that. Carpes are and how they work at different levels. Yes. So the carpi is a uh, special word that um, represents the transmission that the Inca priest, we call Paco, um, perform as he interferes in our behalf in evoking the dimensions, the, the beings of, uh, that is in the multi universes and in different levels of consciousness, including the earth, and he brings them the gifts, the wisdom, the teachings, the vibration of these levels of consciousness to us is a transmission of power. And we have different levels of carpites because there is focus and intention. So the, the Paco that also in North America we might call shaman, as a medicine person, knows how to travel to this port of this dimension and uh, bring that to us and transmit that to us. Everything is done energetically. 
And when we do have that, like you call Shakti, when we have that Shakti of uh, consciousness, energy transmission into us, there is a specific um, awakening that happens in our DNA, our cells, a memory in our souls that wakes up for the intention of the Karpai. So, you know, there is level, different levels of Karpai and all depend on our, where we are in our journey as we um, committed to become a caretaker of the earth and become a medicinal person and is always inviting us to not only bring the medicine to us but to share that medicine. And by bringing to our DNA, the Karpai helps us to remember who we truly are because it's already within us. And um, the, the levels that we work when we are in the sacred sites with Peru, with the Keros, are the Yankai Karpai. There is a transmission of energy that is related to the work that we came to do here in this dimension. It's how we serve humanity. And, and then we have the Munai Karpai that is all about opening the heart to the love and the, the wisdom of the heart so we can... Uh, leaves from that space where the coherence and the connection with all living beings is always present. And then we, in, and in that, we talk about the Ayin, that is the love reciprocity. And, and then the final Karpai is the young child that brings us the wisdom and the understanding that we are all one and that we cannot do anything separately. Like when we are um, active, walking our uh, sacred purpose, we are actually in oneness with the web of all living creatures throughout the universe. So that Karpai brings us that awakening or that understanding. So it's a, it's a very powerful experience to have, and each time you have, it's important to remember that the person gives us that transmission have received from their lineage. So it comes from a, a long line of medicine and people that have uh, received it, nurtured, and once they nurture, you know, that seed, that carpi has grown within them, and they then pass on to their village, and that village or those in the village that have the call to become a medicinal person then pass it to the next generation. So it comes from generation to generation. And think about for thousands of years, the sacred way to pass these transmissions of power from these different dimensions into our DNA, helping us to remember who we are, has been the practice of the shamans of the Indies of Peru. Right. That really is fascinating. So how do you see that, the whole idea of Shakti pushing well, Carpe's? Yes. Well, Carpe's, it, it reminds me also of the energy that I work with um, which is, of course, the Shakti energy and Shakti pot. And, um, you know, diff different um, energies, sometimes even you could consider Reiki. Um, also, when we work with in shamanic breath work, um, people frequently, while they're breathing, have spontaneous initiations where they connect with an inner teacher or some sort of energy and have a Kundalini awakening. And to me, these are keys, if you will, or termas uh, that Gene Houston likes to speak about, that when you receive this karpai or this 
Shakti pot or this Reiki initiation or whatever, there's a way in where certain things that have been dormant within our DNA are turned on. And the memory of the shamanic consciousness awakens, the initiations happen, the healing happens, the wisdom comes, and then after some study and after um, embodying this energy for a while, then people frequently become healers or teachers or shamans or uh, whatever the word is for people that, um, that people want to use the title. But we're finding more and more that people are waking up all around the world through these kinds of initiations and, as uh, Vera said, taking it back to their countries, to their villages, to their homes, to their families, and able to transmit that energy themselves as well. Exactly. That really is fascinating. As we said, that many programs, many people, everybody's acknowledging George in this field that this happening worldwide. The people are waking up, and the time is now because the world, of course, is in chaos, is in great, great trouble. So we need more folks to wake up and spread this kind of information around the globe, around the planet, to increase the consciousness. I was also fascinated by the fact that you talk about in the book there's a library underneath Machu Picchu, which, which contains all of the information, right, of the past, present, and future. Maybe comment on that for Absolutely. a second. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Jump on that, please. Yeah, no, we have, we have, and it's known that we have a tunnels in Machu Picchu, underground tunnels with libraries that holds this wisdom. And uh, it's uh, said that when humanity is ready, that will be revealed. And so far, we have not been ready because we probably would not understand or misuse by misinterpreting. So it is well, very well protected by the life beings that also live in the underground. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, can, I, can I say something very, yes. very quickly? Go ahead, yeah. Just what Vera sure. said is very exciting to me because also at Teotihuacan, Mexico, just recently, a few years ago, they discovered the underground tunnels there and found more beneath there than they've ever found above with them and information, and there's only a few people that have been allowed down into those tunnels. And then now in Egypt, they're uncovering these ancient cities. You know, Egypt as it is is fascinating, but now they're at Luxor, they're uncovering whole other cities with all kinds of new hieroglyphics and new things to interpret. seems that right now that the whole world is beginning to uncover and open and remember because the times that we've been told that were coming are upon us. Right, exactly. The time is coming. There's so much more to be learned coming to the world. It really is a fascinating thing for all of us. Now, we're about to end here of the segment. Lisa, please tell us where our, our listeners can find you for your works, your seminars, your webinars, and so forth, and your book. Please tell us about that. Yeah, our, our book is online. Right. You can go uh, just search for the name, Shamanic Mysteries of Peru, and that is different channels like Amazon and others include our, um, our editors uh, that sell the book. We have our information, both of our information listed there. Sawuf wrote many other books. They are all listed there. But uh, you can also easily go to my website, spiritoftheearth.com, and my work is there. And, and Starwolf, can you uh, tell us your website? Sure. It's shamanicbreathwork.org. And we are Venus Rising 
Association for Transformation, and we also have a university, Venus Rising University, where we train shamanic ministers, shamanic breathwork facilitators, and have uh, award degrees people who um, become who have get doctorates in shamanic psycho spiritual studies. That's really fascinating. Thank you very much for the work you both are doing to help awaken the world, enlighten the world. It's great having you here on the show. We appreciate you very much. It's been our honor to have you here. Well, thank you. It's honor to be here. Thank you so much. And thank you for what you are doing to raise the consciousness of our uh, planet. Yes, thank you okay. so much. It's needed now more well, than ever. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, best luck and God bless in all your work. And I'm sure we'll be talking again in the future. Take care now. Take care. Bye-bye. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throwing a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love, and you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. Rock.com has the most coveted, licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. So go to the advertiser page and click on Rock.com now. Quantum Field Psychology 2nd Edition is an astounding book on the new theory of mind. It is the first unified field theory that incorporates the influence of the mind and emotion on physical reality, the universe, and even other minds. It actually integrates all modern psychology with quantum physics, mathematics, Western, and Eastern spiritual beliefs. It's the true bridge between science and spirituality. Get your copy of Quantum Field Psychology, second edition, by Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Amazon.com. Radio your way. HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Here we just had Bill Lopez and Linda Star Wolf, two fascinating authors who created a book called Shamanic Mysteries of Peru about the, the pathway being taught by the ancient Pacos, the priests of Peru, 
who, according to other sources, migrated to the high mountains of Peru going back some 10,000 years ago. And some sources say it followed the collapse of Atlantis. It was collapsed between 12 and 13,000 years ago. These various priests and whatnot took this very powerful information in the high mountains to protect it. They protected it in Cusco, which is at 16,000 feet. So you can imagine there the atmosphere is very thin. And apparently in the 1500s, there are various stories that the conquistadors heard there's a great treasure, the greatest treasure in the world, was hidden there in the mountains in Cusco. So they were traveling up there, fighting the very thin air. And that what happened was a huge rain of boulders came flying down upon them to drive them back and to ensure they would never come back. Of course, the great treasure there was not gold and silver. They wanted to steal and slaughter the people as they had been doing all over Central and South America for some time and did for many, many years. But the greatest treasure, of course, was about higher consciousness, who we all are as higher conscious beings. We were talking to these ladies about there's a a library. It's been alleged underneath Machu Picchu, which contains all the knowledge of the past, present, and future. There's also a library in Alexandria, Egypt, which was destroyed by the Romans, which allegedly contained some information about Atlantis and previous civilizations and so forth, about who we really are. Now, it be that we are energy beings. We are really divine beings inside the physical body. And we had on a show about a month or so ago, Dr. Rod Fuentes, a gentleman I've known for about 30 years, spent he and his wife at a metaphysical seminar. And he is the head of one of the worldwide Rosicrucian groups. He also is an expert in NLP and so forth, and has been studying the Indian Code since about the age of 18. He talked about very similar topics and whatnot, with a little bit different focus, but the same kind of information. And it's fascinating that this information occurs to different people around the world, different cultures, and different forms. You know, I talked about a few years ago that he was kind of stunned that our book, Quantum Field Psychology, was very similar to the Andean Code or exactly what Vera and Linda were talking about. It's really the same ideas because these ideas come down from higher levels of abstract thinking to the ego mind that occurs to many people. They also talked about that the longest journey you ever take is from your head to your heart. Here in our Western world, we often get stuck in the head. Think, you know, we live in a world of thinking, of abstraction or concrete thinking, debate, politics, whatever. But part of the transformation to a higher state must involve incorporating much more of heart energy, a very powerful love energy. You learn how to love yourself and all beings and everything around you. And when we project that divine source of love, when it opens these doors for you. So it really is intriguing that these things are happening now. The world is waking up. But as they were saying, the time isn't quite right for the information to be revealed from Machu Picchu, from the library there, because it can be misused, and such powerful information allegedly has been misused before. We talked on previous shows that it's been stated that there have been four prior civilizations on Earth which basically destroyed themselves. They're just talking about that the ruins beneath Egypt and many other parts of the world, there are ancient cities hidden. They've been buried in sand and dirt for many centuries, perhaps millennia, of prior civilizations, and some claim that they reach higher states than we are today. We get the ancient pyramid of Giza, the Great Pyramid. It's been argued that the 160,000-pound blocks would not be moved by people pulling them along on logs with ropes. It's actually impossible. Had be built by higher tech, some higher tech from previous civilizations. And much is now being discovered around the world, but there's much, much more to be discovered. But one key concept is that we, as spiritual beings, have a much higher path to follow as well. There's much more waiting for us. 
wherever we are along that journey of dealing with the physical world or being more rationally focused in the concrete mind or moving more towards abstract thinking, towards communication, towards trying to connect with the higher or divine powers, there's much more waiting there. Of course, in our works we talked about there's a connection between physics and science and spirituality. That's the whole point of quantum field psychology. Had it occurred to me when I was 19 years old at NASA, the mind's energy field must be a way to explain it in terms of math and physics. So I began upon a journey and created this new theory based upon all the major theories of psychology that have been evolved, combining that with math, physics, East and Western concepts, especially calculus and topological mathematics. And extracted from that's a new theory of quantum field psychology, which is available on Amazon with our other books, which are The Inner Manager, Eight Days of Creative Power, and I Love You, God. We put together as well into a film called The Endless Question, which is free on Amazon. It's a two-hour documentary which talks about these concepts and explains them in more of a down-to-earth way. So the whole idea here, folks, is that we're on a path. Each of us is on a path. We're all connected to each other. The idea is to start awakening to these new potentialities and realize we're not just worms in the dust or evolved from the mud, as the evolutionists would have us believe. There's much more to it than that. In any case, folks, we're back every week. We have a lot of great shows coming up. Stay tuned. You can check out these shows on Healthy Life Net. We have a great network. Many, many fine shows on there. So please look that up. This is Dr. Dr. Ron Dalrymple with Mind Shot coming to you today from Cortez, Colorado, 6,000 feet. Find the thin air up here. Anyway, thanks for being with us. We appreciate you. Take care. See you next week. God bless.